This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, mamas. If you have felt a joy has been sucked from our society, if you felt that there's been a missing piece that was the lifeblood, the beating heart of happiness in modern Western culture, suddenly gone, and you don't know what it is, and you don't know why, let this MacBook that I have propped up next to me hint towards what it is. It's laser tag. It's the death of laser tag that has led us to unspeakable, undoubtable lows in our society. You might look at our modern world and not immediately think that what's holding it all together like glue is laser tag places, but it is. And I'm going to tell you why. And uh, if you're watching the video version of this, I know this isn't, this doesn't have the glitz and the glam of your typical, um, video essay, but we're making it work. Let's begin right after this quick break. We're at a point right now where there's a generation that will grow up without laser tag, without ever knowing or experiencing the joys of laser tag. If you're already in that, if you're a little baby watching this, who just popped out their pacifier and Coco Melon stopped autoplaying because they have seen every single video on the Coco Melon YouTube channel, I'll run it back for you. Laser Tag was the most joyous creation of man. Laser Tag essentially was a like war <laughs> simulation. You would put on a vest with sensors on it, and then you would get a gun that would shoot a laser, um, and if you hit someone else's vest, uh, on, like, the little pressure points, you would get a point. I, I don't know how we created technology this advanced so fucking early on. It, it kind of boggles my mind a little bit, because I would be, like, eight years old, being able to shoot other people, and then seeing the point, like, the score go up on my gun. It was crazy. It was magical. It was magnificent, and that's gone now. Now, these laser tag places, um, it's not like you were just getting these guns and these vests and, like, running around in a field or, like, in the streets doing this. Th these were specific places, uh, which would have kind of, like, 
sometimes like towns, like uh, they would build little environments to run around and play laser tag in. Um, this one in the picture looks a lot like one that I did. It was like glow in the dark. Uh, it would have like these walls and like little huts and you could like hide and like snipe people. There was lots of tactical places. It looked like kind of like a Call of Duty map. Um, and they were very like well put together and it was a, a crazy environment. You would put away... Um, life essentially your life would take a back seat and you would suddenly become a laser soldier you would be uh it was truly life or death it was survival you would have that gun in your hand and you felt like a different person um but at the same time it was so amazingly stimulating you had these like beautiful neon colors from the glow light uh you were with your friends your buddies your pals engaging in like a physical game which, if you're a sports hater like me, I, I get that that's already fulfilled for a lot of people by playing, like, regular sports, like soccer, um, where you're with a group of friends and you're kicking balls around or some shit, I don't know, but, like, this was perfect. It, it was, like, video games in real life, um, which was crazy before video games got so realistic. Um, and as a sidebar, before we get into, like, the real meat about why our society is crumbling, um... The other thing that is kind of laser tag adjacent is Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, uh, which is now also a dwindling establishment. They're not fully gone to the extent that laser tag is, but Chuck E. Cheese was these pizza parlors that would have, uh, like, it was play. It was play in every sense of the word, okay? They had, like, this little play area you could, like, crawl through elevated tubes and, like, spy on your mom as she, like, eats salad with uh, your friend's mom. They had an arcade where you could, like, literally strike the jackpot, which was gambling at a very young age. And I don't know how that was legal because it literally was gambling. You would pay, like, 50 bucks and get coins or, like, tokens, and then you would lose them all. And all you would get is, like, um, a little Chinese finger trap. So I, I don't understand how that part was legal. Uh, and then there was like shows, there was like a little stage where animatronics would put on shows, and I know that's probably ringing a few bells for a lot of you, you're probably thinking, Five Nights at Freddy's, you're correct, it, it's the very like precursor to the phenomenon that is Five Nights at Freddy's, more on that in a little bit, but you might be wondering, why are these places disappearing, why are they going away, who is responsible for the disappearance of these amazing places because it's not like laser tag stopped being fun that's not true at all laser tag never stopped being fun i i i would i i would kill i would kill a man to play laser tag right now but i can't i am currently in tokyo there is not one fucking laser tag place in this city. i've looked i have looked There's not one single laser tag place. And if you Google laser tag places, something really interesting happens. You get places that aren't laser tag places and then a few that say laser tag, but then you click on the website and it leads you to this. VR. VR places. VR goggles are the scourge of humanity 
If you've seen everything everywhere all at once, this is the bagel that is sucking everything into the void and into oblivion. And first to go is laser tag and Chuck E. Cheese locations. When you search up laser tag, I, I, I challenge you to do this. If you search up laser tag, laser tag spots in my city. Number one laser tag location in St. Louis, Missouri. Best laser tag places for, for, for a night off with the girls. It's going to give you VR places. And this is no accident. This started happening when laser tag places started going under and became VR places. For like what reason that these VR th these laser tag places started like going out of business, I'm not sure. Maybe they didn't go out of business, but they saw that there was maybe more business in becoming a VR place cuz they were very new. Like think about like 5 years ago. These VR places were so new and exhilarating because VR technology was not something that was as widely accessible as it is now. Now you can like walk to Best Buy and get a fucking MetaQuest for like $300. That was not the case even five years ago. Um, a lot of the VR headsets that were on the market, you'd have to like plug into like an already like powerful gaming PC, which a lot of people don't have. I don't even fucking, I recently got a gaming PC that can run goddamn Fortnite. Um, so it wasn't like an option for a lot of people, but now you have these VR quest headset meta Facebook Mark Zuckerberg ass headphone things, um, that do everything in the VR headset. You don't need jack shit else. And it's battery powered. You can plug it in. And I know there's like the Apple, uh, like VR or AR headsets coming out soon. Those aren't even, those aren't even battery powered. You have to like hook it up to a battery that you put in your pocket. So like for, a, in a lot of ways, the OG, uh, meta VR quest headset, Oculus, I don't even know what to call it anymore. They've gone through so many different names is pretty good. Or is it? Um, so back to these, back to these, back to these. The problem I have with these is these are replacing what was such a dynamic, um, fun, physical, tactile uh, environment that is like a laser tag course where you're running, you're physically running, you're being active, running around, you're like jumping over obstacles, you're physically hiding in huts because your friend is hunting you the fuck down with a, a goddamn laser sniper and your heart is beating. Now you are standing in a desolate room my light died, but it's okay. You're standing in a desolate room where you can't see anything except what's on your VR headset. Um, there's nothing that you feel, and it's nothing. The biggest problem, the biggest problem with this is it's nothing that you couldn't do in the comfort of your own home. And if you're going to go to a VR headset place uh, or like a VR, I don't even know what the fuck to call these, like VR experience places, if you go let's say six times in your life, it's going to be cheaper to just buy the headset at home. Now, some of these, I have been to one of these before. I have uh, done the traitorous act of going to a VR experience place. It was free. It was like a branded thing. Ironically, for Instagram, it was like an Instagram brand party at like a VR experience, but it wasn't like with Oculuses. It was just like this random VR experience place. And... 
it, it kind of operated as like a movie theater. So there was like five kind of experiences you could choose from. There was like a how to train your dragon fucking like fly through the sky on a, a dragon thing. There was like an underwater submarine situation, which in retrospect would be a lot scarier now to be in a VR submersion. But anyways, there was like a volcano thing. There was like a dinosaur thing. And that's it. You you pick through those f- f- through those five options, and you can't do anything else. And the actual experience is very much like what those shitty four D rides would be like at like little tourist areas. Like you're at like the San Francisco Pier Thirty Nine, and they're like, "Come on and experience the eight D uh, VR experience where we shake you. There's bubbles, glitter will fall from the sky when a kitty sneezes in the screen. A dildo will pop from your sorry." Um, and so like. those aren't fucking those are lame they're lame there's like very little input that you can do but the worst part is it's not physical and there's there's truly something to be said and i'm sorry if i'm an old head for really latching onto this point that like a physical exercise coupled with like the the best aspects of a video game will trump any day just putting on a VR headset and standing in a room and like seeing 3D shit. I get that the the sensation of seeing things through like a VR headset is cool. It's cool. It's cool to see 3D shit in uh in in a VR headset, but you can do it at home. And even when you're in one of these facilities, I'm going to call it a facility because that's what it is. There's no fun in it. It's akin to like the mental ward at a hospital, okay? They suck. You're, you can come with a whole group of friends, but are you even going to really see them? Not really. When I did a VR experience, I was with a, a few of my friends, and when we did the How to Train Your Dragon experience, and when we loaded in, you could see each other, but you couldn't grab each other. You couldn't touch each other. Not that I'm saying that's what I would be doing in Laser Tag. I would not be going into Laser Tag and fondling my homies up. That's not what would be happening. I'm sure that happened. I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of fun in laser tag places doing that, but like, um, there, like I said, the physical aspect is completely gone. You're literally just doing what you could do on fucking VR chat in the comfort of your own home. And they charge what, like, I think it's like 30 bucks per person to do this. And I, I mentioned how like a lot of these places kind of popped up like five years ago when this technology was very new And it shows because now these VR places are running like these VR headsets that were like built on technology from like 10 years ago. So they're like already outdated. They're very similar to what you can get from like the cheapest model of like an Oculus. So like there's truly and I'm not here to like shit on small businesses. And I think like at the end of the day, it's probably better to give your money to a, like a local mom and pop fucking VR experience place than like Mark, Zu- M- Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's greedy little blue beady eyes, but like it's just not better. It's just not better. And I wish I could go back and I wish I could hold mom and pop's hand as they make this horrific business decision to switch from a laser tag place to a VR place and say, mom and pop, don't do it. It's not worth it, okay? You are you have something so special here, and you're about to give it up for something so volatile, and something so nasty and boring. But we'll get into more of that right after this quick break. I need to gather my thoughts. Now, 
obviously not every single laser tag place is going to turn into a VR place, okay? It's a big transition to do. For example, my favorite laser tag place that I would go to when I was growing up was called Laser Force in Red Deer, Alberta. As you can see um, on the depressingly large bar underneath the pictures on Google, it says permanently closed. When I found out about that, I did consider um, screaming into my pillow for a good hour uh, because this place harbored so many joyful memories that I had as a kid. I have been to probably 10 birthday parties in this place called Laser Force. It was a lot like that first picture of a laser tag place that I showed you. Um, it, it, it was like this cool neon war environment. I felt like I was like a cy, I, I was like the last human on earth fighting like an army of cyborgs in the future. It was so awesome. Um, and, and just so many good memories I had there. And I have been trying to, like, look at this whole issue from an objective, uh, like, standpoint, recognizing that I'm an old head, that I'm turning 24 in fucking, like, five days, um, and everyone looks at the past, uh, and nostalgic things with rose-colored lenses and thinks, this is so much better. So, I really tried thinking, am I looking back at this correctly or was this did this deserve to become a vr place or just go out of business but what's reassuring to me is this freddy fazbear's pizza case in point a five nights at freddy's is a phenomenon it is a global sensation what was once just a few games um a few like apps I think the first time I played it was, like, on my, like, iPod. Um, or, no, I never had an iPod. What the fuck am I saying? Like, my iPhone. Um, yeah, I was built like that. I had an iPhone 4 in grade 6, bitch. Um, I, uh, it, it, it was already so fun. But F Five Nights at Freddy's has, like, stood the test of time. It is still so relevant and has such a huge fan base. And for the longest time, I didn't understand it. I was like, how are people so obsessed with like these five little tiny games. I get that there was like a lot of lore that came with it, but I just like, I didn't really understand the hype, but I've, 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 I understand it now. I understand it. Freddy's, Freddy, Fre <laughs> Freddy Fazbear's Pizza and Five Nights at Freddy's emulates the kind of joy that could only be found at a laser tag place or obviously at a Chuck E. Cheese parlor. Or even, like, the knockoff kind of play centers, okay? It doesn't have to be just, like, a Chuck E. Cheese place. It could be, like, a fucking, like, not bowling alleys, but, you know, like, those kind of, like, arcade-type places. Like, these physical locations in your town where you could get food. You get some greasy food that will sit in your arteries for at least two decades. And you could put your greasy fingers on some arcade machines and win prizes, like some greasy little candies. If you're watching this from, like, not Canada or the US, or I don't know, like the UK, or like Western countries, it might sound a little crazy. This might be like a very kind of Western thing that I'm not sure if it really expands to other places, but just relish for in the meantime, relish and like uh, romanticize the American dream. Okay, so Freddie Fazbear Obviously, Five Nights at Freddy. Sorry, I keep like looking back at my slide to like just gaze at the beauty of a Freddy Fazbear's pizza. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's is obviously a horror game. Um, it's not like 
the first you wouldn't look at it and think comfort immediately but i think what it brings for a lot of people is comfort and that comfort comes in a big way from nostalgia because as we shift from like these as we shift from fun and games being in the physical tangible world in the form of chuck e cheese and laser tag shifting into the god forsaken metaverse um and then just also online and in games um obviously let, let, let's like call a spade a spade i don't know if that's even like the correct phrase but like people would obviously rather if they're just have a hankering for fun and flashing lights they're gonna play fortnite and maybe doordash pizza rather than uh head on down to chuck e cheese that's a given and there's no i don't think there's ever gonna be any reversal on that okay it's so much easier to go onto your computer on your nintendo switch uh your xbox your playstation play something real quick whip up any game you like rather than heading on down to a laser tag place and running around and that has social elements to it kind of similar to like you know going to play laser tag with your buddies with your pals um but it's different once again, it's not it's not a physical thing. It's not like running the halls of a laser tag place, hunting down like your mom that got dragged into playing laser tag with y'all. Like nothing beats that. It's close. Fortnite is very fucking close. Um, but it's not that. Um, places like this that are just like like physical locations, we are never going to have again okay there's been i've seen like really sad attempts to kind of bring back the joy like the pure childlike wonder of a chuck e cheese we have this chain in canada called rec room and it's like like arcades they're kind of like marketed to adults weirdly because they sell like alcohol but they're like these like facilities where you can do axe throwing and then you can play an arcade but you can get beer and pizza but it's just not the fucking same it's not the same. It's a good attempt. It's a good attempt, but it's also expensive. And this is like, I briefly touched on this when I was talking about, um, you know, like VR locations, but it's not the cheapest thing. Like Fortnite free, Fortnite's free, which is fucking crazy because it's such a massive game. They could charge a hundred dollars a year and bitches would still be playing Fortnite like they do. But obviously laser tag is not free. It is not free to get in a car and pay for gas or get on the bus and go to the laser tag place. And it never will be. And that's a a, a fault, a, a deadly fault that it will always have. Um, these places aren't as accessible as Fortnite, which is kind of sad. But I mean, just look at it. Just fucking look at it. Like, does this not look like a place that you would love to just wander around with? Like, imagine you get off of school with your friends and you're like... A, a, a freaking 12 year old and you're like let's hit the laser tag place let's hit uh even better you're going to a birthday party and it's like your friend's birthday and your friend's mom says like but johnny's having a birthday at chuck e cheese that like the, no i've never felt more dopamine than finding out that i was going to a birthday party at chuck e cheese and especially for me I grew up in uh, Red Deer, which is between uh, these two big cities, Edmonton and Calgary, which are both like population a million people. So we didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese in my town. Um, so like if I found out that I was going to a fucking Chuck E. Cheese birthday party in Edmonton or Calgary, I was hyped because it was like a trip in itself. But that's like a little bit niche to me.
and Red Deerians as a whole. But anyways, moving on. This is what we fucking have now. We have this bald bitch Mark Zuckerberg with his oh, does he have green eyes? Piercing green eyes. I didn't even know that. Um saying this was like from a tweet if you don't know the lore of this meme it's like from a tweet of him being like attention the metaverse is now available in europe and he's like saying in front of like uh like the eiffel tower and the basilica in barcelona and the hills look like lumpy space princess if she had like a fucking foodborne illness and turned green like this shit's not fun this looks so lame. This looks so beyond lame. And beyond that, uh, I believe like Jarvis Johnson just did a video on this. The metaverse is a an empty husk. It is quite literally an empty, depressing husk. I've done a few, uh, I think like a couple of videos where I like went into the metaverse, just like fuck around. There's nothing there. There, w- there was nothing there in like 2021 when it first started. Now, even less. And it's crazy because, like, uh, Meta, like, made such a big bet on this. They, like, literally changed their company name that runs Facebook and Instagram to Meta because they thought the Metaverse was going to be the thing. They put billions of dollars into developing it, promoting it, advertising it, and we fucking get this. We get this. And it's weird. It's weird because I feel like everyone was rooting for it. Everyone is rooting for the metaverse to be this awesome place. And even with its flaws, like people tried their best to make it like a fun place you could spend hours in. But it's just not like as it is right now in the state of VR right now, it's uncomfortable. You have this giant fucking battery computer, computer, battery powered computer sitting on your head. The elastic strap is like ripping your hairs out um giving you a fucking bald spot you are nauseous after 30 minutes (laughs) you literally feel like you're gonna fall over you're like um at least me i get really motion sick it's not where it's at now i've heard that the apple vision pro is going to be like a light year jump into the future in terms of like technology it's gonna be like like people will be able to wear it all day and like not have any problem with it i'll believe that shit when i see it but like, it's two thousand fucking. I, how much is it? I I actually don't know. It's it's probably close to two thousand dollars. I think Canadian, because I don't check U.S. prices. I convert it in my head into Canadian and then forget what the U.S. price is. It's so expensive. It's literally a bonkers amount of money for something, which is so crazy because obviously the meta quest isn't the best piece of technology ever created, but for that to be $300 and then the Apple one to be like $2,000 is fucking insane. What are you putting in there to make it worth $3,000? Do you have like goddamn like smell-o-vision in that motherfucker? Like, can, can you like see a piece of cheese and like smell delicious Parmesan and Greer and Gouda? No? Then why the fuck is it $2,000? I don't understand. Especially when all it really does is the shit that your iPhone does. And I feel like if Drama Mama podcast is still running in 10 years and everyone adopts this shit, I can literally see myself be making a video being like the fall of the iPhone was when society lost its way. Because the iPhone, the beauty of the iPhone is it's this physical little fucking box that when you're done with it, you can put it down and then it's not a part of you. Whereas 
if you have this Oculus on and say we suddenly become reliant and dependent on it for society, you're not going to be able to put that shit down. There's no like separation. It gets literally on your fucking head and you take that off and then like you, you missed a call because your little Apple vision wasn't on. Like it's so scary. Do I have a slide after this? Oh, that's fuck, 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 fuck. That's today's drama. We're not getting into that just yet. I have a few more words. <laughs> I think nostalgia's like definitely playing into this fucking crazy 30 minute rant that I just had about laser tag. But there, there is something to be said and I'll die on this hill. There's something to be said about the joy of just real life, real fucking life and physical activities. And I am not the type of motherfucker right now to be talking about, ooh, let's all go do physical activities. I just went to the beach the other day and stepped on a sharp-ass rock and bled probably a liter of blood, and I have a huge gash on my foot that I'm really hoping doesn't get infected, and I have been hobbling around for the past three days, two days, um, literally stumbling around. It's very embarrassing. I, um, I had, I have been thinking about getting a wheelchair, but that's a little bit too much. Um, but <laughs> sorry, I, got, I was like, really thin. I had like a visual of like my, the hole in my foot and it made me like want to throw up for a second. We just try and get as advanced as possible with technology and just bury the things that brought us pure joy. And I pray that at least one, at least one laser tag place sticks around. Because if we live in a world without laser tag place, places, if we live in a world without laser tag places, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to fucking live in it. That's, don't put me on suicide. That, that was very dramatic. But like, anyways, let's get into today's drama. Today's drama comes from Nihalb5972. I have some positive drama. By the way, if you want me to read your drama, on a future episode of Drama Mama, please comment it down below on the video version of this podcast, and I'll read it. Maybe. But please keep it just one sentence, y'all. Please, just one sentence. This is this is three sentences? Too much already. Just one sentence, please. They said, I have some positive drama. One time during school, I ate lunch in my teacher's class because I had a headache. Anyways, I was watching one of your videos and was apparently smiling. She asked me what I was watching, so I told her about your channel, and she started watching one of your videos. <laughs> she thought you were crazy. Yup. She's 60, by the way, but super sweet. P.S. Love your videos. Yeah, like, I don't, don't do that because if you show, like, someone probably over the age of my fucking age my videos they will become, like, immediately sick, like, ill, like, sick to their stomach, it's, like, too, it's too much, um, even my mom, like, can't sit through my own YouTube videos, and that says something probably about me as a whole, and me and my psyche, that I probably need to, like, figure out, and maybe we'll cut down on the editing one, I don't know, um, that is really sweet, though, um, oh, shout out to your teacher. What's her name? Shout out to Mrs. 60 year old teacher of Nihalb 5972. Thank you. Um, and with that all being said, hope you enjoy this goofy little, goofy little rant that I had. I, I had some shit to say today and I said it and I love you very much and I'll see you next week. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it five stars on Spotify and Apple music and all that. And I'll see you later. I love you.
Bye.